Um, okay. <clears throat> hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> Please Welcome. use this as the intro. Oh, totally. <laughs> use In a world where tomorrow's blockbusters reign, three millennials look back on our generation's classics. On our generation's classics. Our generation's classics. And remember. Welcome to Millennials at the Movie House, the podcast where three friends watch our generation's beloved movies of yesterday and review them from our modern everyday perspectives. I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And today we watched Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Yes, we did. Time after time. That is is my first comment is $240,000 to license that song, everybody. Just that song? Just that song. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? Say that again. It, it costs them $240,000 to license time after time. Wow. Yeah. Because I left my, I just left my, the movie playing because I was too lazy to turn it off. Mm-hmm. And at the end, all the, like the credits for the songs. It was a, such a good soundtrack. It, so it strong. Oh yeah. So, I love yeah. so, all of them. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. You know, that's literally my first note was music. Yeah. Okay. But oh, yeah. That's okay, not anyway. done yet. <laughs> uh, it's from 1997, directed by uh, David Merkin and written by Robin Schiff um, and uh, starring Marie- uh, Mira Savino, Lisa Kudrow, Janine Gravelo, Alan Cumming, Julia Campbell, et cetera, et cetera. Um, quick synopsis, Tracy, go. Okay. So, uh, Romeo Michelle's High School Reunion is about two girls who live in LA roommates, best friends, like best friends, like the every trope best friends. <laughs> and they are reminded that it's going to be their 10 year high school reunion because they ran into a, 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 a classmate that was like, Hey, are you going? They're in LA and they're from, where are they from? Tucson, Tucson. Um, so they're like, yeah, you know, they had like, basically unresolved, you know, crushes and, and, you know, people or whatever in high school. So like, let's, we need to go to this. So they're filling out the questionnaire of like, okay, what have you done over the past 10 years? Because hello, Facebook hasn't been invented yet. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh yeah. I've got notes. Um, and as they're filling it out, they're like, our life didn't exactly turn out the way we thought it would, or not, not turn out the way we thought it it would, but it's not impressive enough to impress these people that we want to impress. And so they're like, how in the next two weeks or whatever, how are we going to make our lives better? So they try to do that. And they're like, um, easier solution. We can just lie about it. So they come up with this, you know, they invented post-its. They've invented post-its. So but they, they go, didn't really, but they didn't, really. <laughs> but they didn't really. Um, so they come up with these lies that you know, they've done things and then just chaos ensues. Good. Great. Love it. Good synopsis. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that sums it up pretty well. I mean, it does. Um, I do have, I have like some notes and some like general trivia things. Yeah. So um, before we hop in, I mean, um, mm-hmm. so the ro- writer was Robin Schiff. She actually based this off of um, uh, two minor characters in a play she wrote called the ladies room. 
Oh yeah, and I, and that, I think I Lisa Kudrow reprised her role. Was, yeah. yeah, that was her. That was Lisa Kudrow's first professional role. Was as this tiny little minor character named Michelle. She had like two lines in the whole in the whole play. That's so funny. Um, and so the reason Robin Schiff decided to develop it into a movie is because there were some executives at Touchstone who wanted the the quote female version of Wayne's World, mm-hmm. and so that was you know the buddy movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, uh, the other fun note I have is that it's going to be a Broadway musical soon. Really? Oh, yeah. Very soon. Oh, yeah. okay. That's fun. Yeah, especially because it was first a play. Well, kind of a play. The origins are in a play. Right, right. Yeah. Um, my fun fact that I read and don't actually have it written down, so you're going to have to to check me check on you. this, is that they... Um, we're kind of comparing it to Dumb and Dumber. Oh, okay. But I do you know that they nicknamed uh, Mira Servino and yes. Liz Kudrow nicknamed themselves smart, themselves and smarter. smart and Smarter, which yeah. is which is why they're comparing it to that because both Lisa and Mira have like like degrees, like they're yeah. in real Biology life. Biology and like yeah. Asian studies or something yes, like yeah. that. Yeah, but yeah. like you know, kudos to you know actors Hollywood for having actual degrees. So they were smart and smarter. Yeah, anyway. I love it. I love it so much. And honestly, I I made a note early on that um, especially Lisa Kudrow, nobody can play a lovable ditz like Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. And really, I mean, Mira Savina knocked it out of the park, too. I mean, I can't imagine this role with any or this movie with any two other. Yeah, actors. They, yeah. yeah. And that's just it. The lovable part where they're not you don't hate them. They're no. Yep. Um, they're oh honeys. Yeah. 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 Oh, honey, um, bless your heart. <laughs> um, so Serena, this was your first time seeing this movie. Yeah, it was. And honestly, uh, it couldn't have come at a better time because I am living with my best friend right now and we watched it together. I was just going to ask, did you watch it with Jenny? Oh, we did. I love it. And Jenny has seen it 10 trillion times. Uh, with her sister, who's like a couple years older, but um, so her sister and her watched it. She's like, I could recite this movie from beginning to end. Like I've seen it so many times. It's like how I was with wedding singer. Like I've seen it a trillion times. So, um, but she still loves the movie. It's just so crazy to me that this is yet another movie that got picked on the wheel that I haven't seen that it, I should have seen. I think I like missed a huge block of TV time. Yeah. And that's, that's what a lot of it is, is like, I, I remember watching bits and pieces of this on TV. I never, yeah. I don't remember it being in the, obviously I was too young to be for it to be in theaters. Um, but like my first note was, I think I've only watched this movie all the way through beginning to end, maybe once or twice, Same. because I'm always just catching bits and pieces of it. Well, I feel like I've heard about it. People have talked about it and for whatever reason, it's like one of those things that's like in the back of my head, like, yeah, I definitely want to watch that movie eventually for whatever reason I hadn't yet. And it's, I could see why it could potentially be like a nineties cult classic. Yep. You know, and especially like for everyone who's gone through the, all of the high school tropes. Right. Um, and there it's funny. It's, it's a comedy. Mm -hmm. It's listed as a comedy for some reason. I thought it was, I don't know why I was thinking it was going to be a rom-com, but 
No. Well, and so that goes back to what, what Trey, you were saying is it's a buddy comedy, but it's a girl's buddy comedy. And that is so rare even still now. And so I think that that's maybe why it was one, it was kind of moderate at the box office. It wasn't like a huge success, but why it kind of stayed around and really kind of like worked its way into, into everyone's, you know, brains, just because you don't have a lot of those types of movies and you can, the whole point was about the female friendship. The whole point was about a female friendship. You just don't have that a lot. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. And that actually, I, I, it'd be interesting to do a, a little search and see, you know, if you Google, you know, female buddy comedy films and right, see what comes up. Because if you think of like female duos in movies, I, I mean, my first thought is Thelma and Louise. That is not a comedy. I know. I Tina Fey it? and Amy Poehler. Yes. Literally so, any Tina Fey. And yep. Poehler. Yeah. Okay. True. I love both of those. Or um, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Uh, That's a good one. Yep. Bridesmaids is like the the response to hangover. I think uh, that's interesting because I was I was reading a Vanity Fair article that was an interview with um Robin Schiff and she was she made a comment about how comedy nowadays is just gross. It's not yes. even raunchy, it's just gross. Yes. And yeah. this like this preceded that and she was like yes. I I miss that about that type of comedy. Yep. And which is, which is why another reason why I think I like Romeo and Michelle so much is because none of it was stupid or like potty. Yeah. A hundred, 100, 100% agree because I, a lot of people like bridesmaids. I don't like bridesmaids at all because which one one was that? That was the one where it's Kristen um, Wiig is the lead. Um, and Maya Rudolph, I think, is getting Maya married. Rudolph is getting married, and Kristen Wiig kind of has like an uh, a frenemy situation with Rose. Oh, Byrne. right, I did see that, but recently, recently, yeah, and and I think their problem with that movie is they were trying too hard to be the female buddy comedy, mm-hmm. so all they did was write a male buddy comedy and put females in it. Except that. They compare it. My comparison is the hangover. So you have the yeah. hangover is the guy version and the, and bridesmaids is the, the female version, yeah. except that in bridesmaids, it's still w- pitting women against women in yep. hangover. It's yeah. like all the guys have to band together to save yeah. the groom, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It was, I, I never registered it until I just explained it that way. Yeah. Which I'm like, Oh, that's part of yep. the reason why I don't like that movie. Yep. Point being Serena, you enjoyed it. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. I was just, I thought it was funny. I feel like there were some scenes that they were portrayed as just dummies, like ditzy. And well, there was a lot of ditzy scenes, but I'm just like, they're smart, but they, but they know stuff too. Right. So I don't know. Sometimes I have, they never prove that they're not capable of things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're just a little bit in their own, own la la land brains. It's fine. I was watching a YouTube review, not a review um, of Lisa Kudrow and Mira um, Sorvino reviewing or 20 years later, because the 20 year anniversary had come and they did a review, not a review, but like they were like looking back and they're like, yeah, "Yeah, you know, we're like two ditzy blondes, like in our own world, la la la. And I'm like surprised that they even look at that way because like, that's not the first thing I took from it, but no, I think like you you were saying like, it, they were endearing idiots. They were, they were the, but, but the whole, the message was, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
sometimes it's better that way. Well, that's just it. So like, like Michelle had, I feel like she was the ditzier and dumber of the two or whatever. And she was like, my life is better because of it basically. Cause like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what was everyone's favorite part? (laughs) So, Um, oh yeah. Uh, Well, I was going to say that same thing that you had mentioned earlier, which was, um, and I say this with any movie that has a good soundtrack, the music, the music was awesome. Um, I, will, I also every, like their outfits. Oh, of course. Their fashion well, is so yeah, mid nineties. Yeah. California. Yeah. It's amazing. It almost had a little bit of a clueless vibe to it. Did you guys get that? Yes. I yep. forget what year yes. clueless came out, but it, I got a clueless vibe. Definitely. Um, <laughs> there was one point where, oh, it was their prom scene. So it was like a flashback. Oh my God. Yeah, it was a flashback to the eighties. Right. I was going to say, because it was a flashback eighties. She specifically says your hair looks so good with blonde, with, with brown, blonde hair and brown roots. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my God, that, that style is so in right now. Yeah. So in right now. Like I'm she like, said it as a compliment, but really as up. like a, that's not. Right. That's good, not but, actually but cool, is, but it is actually is right cool now. now. Yeah. I thought that was I'm like hilarious. that's what I'm rocking. But yeah, so time after time, I will always, always, always think of this movie when I hear that song. No that's matter so what. That interpretive dance scene, huh? Oh, beautiful. Amazing. I love it. I was it. like, where did that they obviously rehearsed it? Right. I mean, what 90s movie isn't a 90s movie without an interpretive dance scene? Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking about that David Bowie song in the Night's Tale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's always a dance scene. Yeah. Huh. It's very 90s. Yep. Um, but yeah, but this was, I want to say this was the first time that I noticed the soundtrack in general, just all the songs that they had playing throughout the movie. I was, mm-hmm. I was yeah, very yeah. impressed with it. Yeah. It's how I felt about the wedding singer soundtrack, yeah. which is second to none. Yeah. <laughs> right. But the wedding singer, the purpose was the music. Right. Yeah. That's this, true. this just, this was decided just decided to rock yeah. for whatever reason. <laughs> all right. So that's fair. That's fair. Trey, did you have any standout parts? I stole your part. <laughs> no, I, I mean, that is the first note that I wrote down was was because I think that the like the intro had, you know what I mean? Like from the very beginning of the movie, the music was great throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think my favorite part was and I've said it before when Michelle talked to Romy and was like. Like, you know, mm-hmm. our life yes. is fine. like there's that that whole moment I thought was just it's so a, it's, it's a, a great moment. moment. It's like the it's the um it, it's everything Michelle, like Michelle has been working towards. Like that yeah. was the, that was her character evolved. You yes. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I like when yeah. characters evolve. I, I gotta say, and I think this every time I really, really loved Lisa's character, which is kind of out of left field, but which, which one's Lisa again? Lisa Michelle. was no, oh. Le- oh. no, 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 the character, Lisa. Oh, which the, one's, was Lisa? that she was, um, Oh, oh yeah, the fashion she, designer, the fashion editor. Yeah, was she Elaine Hendricks? Yes, yes. The okay. only time made Elaine a point. Hendri- Hendricks is not a purely villainous character, yes. and like she had a redemption. She had a yeah. whole redemption arc. You, they hint at it in the flashback yep. that she's not going to be completely evil. Yep, and yep. she decides to defend them at the end. I just, I love everything about that character. Yep. It's it's a unique character to have in the scenario instead yep. of having. Romy and Michelle have to fight everybody. They decide to give them her multiple female allies, both yep. in Lisa and in Heather. Mm-hmm. It's I just it it was good. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> and good on 
Elaine Hendricks for a right. Yeah. I was like, oh okay. I know. Is she? I'm trying. I'm look. I'm IMD being Elaine right now. Oh, she was in the Parent Trap. Yeah, she, she was the, the evil stepmother in Parent oh. Trap. Oh. All right. So how do we think? Um, how do we think this held up? Watching it as an adult. I. I mean. It's a great nostalgia movie. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a snapshot of mid nineties yes, because oh, it definitely doesn't hold up because I mean I had gosh, I think I had a five, 10, 15, 20 year reunions or whatever for high school. I went to one, I think, but nobody needs to do that anymore because of Facebook. You I was you- gonna ask if I feel like this is a very antiquated social convention yeah that you just don't have anymore no. which i understand why they Wait, happen are you they saying people them. don't you're saying people don't go to reunions they no. don't go to like official reunions that the entire class goes to yeah. like it's it might i mean i think i was invited to a 10-year reunion but it was like at the muse <laughs> right you know right. it was like at a bar it was yeah it wasn't you know a big i did have like an this. official one i and- had the 10-year and it was at a bar in boston I no we we rented a a a hall. There was a DJ, and first off, I felt like it should have just been at the the our high school's gym. I felt like that would have been more nostalgic and fun, and and kind of decorated it like prom. That's what you expect from a reunion. Yeah, that's what you expected. You know what I mean? I sat at a table with my friends who I've kept in touch with because we had all called each other to see be to double check we were going. And there were a couple people that I saw, but it wasn't like anybody I cared to right. keep in if touch with. If you want to reconnect, you just go on Facebook and reconnect. Do. You don't have to, to go through this process. Yeah. But I, so the worst part of my uh, high school re- reunion was there was a DJ and an, I was like, okay, great. I'm going to go and request like an sync song because yep. that was quintessential high school. You know what I mean? And I'm like, can you play bye, bye, bye? And the DJ was like, I don't have that. Oh my like, God. What do you this mean? Happened and he's like, at oh, a I wedding. And I'm like, so I, I like, I was like, okay, do you have hit me baby one more time? Right. Genie in a bottle. Like right. I'm, I know these Any are old songs. Millennial song are at a high school right. reunion. Right. Why don't you play music that we were listening to when we were in high school? Yeah. yeah duh. He didn't have any music. Good it was Lord. all modern music, which is fine. You got to sprinkle read the room, the dude. <laughs> right. Yeah, read the room. Like, <laughs> anyway, point being is it's not a necessary function anymore. And it's, I, I think that it's unfair that that's the reason why the movie doesn't hold up. It's just, yeah. it's something that doesn't happen nowadays. I think yeah. generally speaking, though, I think the movie does hold up because it shows something like that, right. that we don't right. have. Yeah. Well, you know, that's what I mean. It's fallen into this like vintagey, not necessarily a cult classic, but almost kind of in a way like a 90s vintage classic. Right. She had a flip phone, guys. Right. Yeah. And was she's so like, if anyone needs to make a call, like I have a phone. And then um, at one point, Romy tried to audition for Singled Out. Yep. That what like, was that? Again? I was like that. She was applying for Tinder. Or what you know, but do you remember Singled Out? I loved that show. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot all about that completely. Wow. Hey, I I like time capsule movies. Yeah, yeah, that's what it that's is. Time capsule. Word. Time yep. capsule. And admittedly, Wayne's World is a great example of it too. Yeah. yeah, I loved Wayne's World. By the way, I watched that like 
hundreds of times. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. World. Party time. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So do we think that Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion affected our generation? I went with no on that, um, unless you consider extended slumber parties. I I actually, I mean, I don't want to say no. I feel like most girls growing up at, like, at some point watch this movie. But yeah, it didn't, it didn't like, it didn't become part of our, you know. I want to say that, like, I'm the oldest and it came out in 97. I was 12. That was seventh grade. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't even in high school to appreciate a high school reunion. Yeah, so I true. feel like it's, we should, it, it's I more feel like, like we're not qualified to, to truly answer this question. Cause I feel like I would want to ask older, older millennial. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Uh, I, well, I want to throw in there, um, friends. This was like, this was friends oh, yeah. had already come out. So Lisa mm-hmm. Kudrow was still riding that wave a little bit. Um, there was a bunch of people in there that were connected to friends. Yep. Um, that show is so big. Yeah, wait, exactly. Which friends did affect our generation. Oh, good yeah. or bad. God. It, yes, it, it definitely did. did. So this Absolutely. was kind of one of those things that like, it was riding that wave friends, a little bit. It was riding that wave. Yeah. So yeah. people who watch friends definitely watch this movie at least once because, 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 because. speaking of our generation, in retrospect, Miro Sovina was one of the first actresses to speak out against Weinstein. Yeah, because oh, was, yeah, I was reading how I didn't she was blacklisted by Weinstein. Yes, she was, and that's she why was, she doesn't have the career that you exactly. would expect her to have. And she she is having a bit of a revival um, after that. But yeah, because because I remember, like I remember her. I remember liking her. I feel like she's very unique, very unique. Her yes. deep voice, her her look, yep. her, you know, all good things that should have so helped her because she just stood out from everyone else yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah. And she and she was blacklisted. Yeah. You know, hopefully she makes kind of a comeback. I, I don't I, know she, she is. She is. Yeah. Um, she's got a she's got a bunch of stuff coming out. She was in American yeah. Crime Story. Um, bunch of stuff. Um, OK, random. This was a Disney movie. It was. Yeah. I mean, that's they it's a Disney movie only because Disney owns everything. So it was oh, a Touchstone right, movie. And I don't think a lot of people realize that Touchstone is a subsidiary of Disney. That is true. Because, well, it, yeah. at the end of the movie, they said it was a Disney. Like it said Disney. Oh, they say Touchstone. Yeah. Interesting. Huh. So uh, what other what other notes does everybody have? Um, we didn't mention Alan Cunning coming. Oh, Alan Cummings. I love he was him. Cute in this. Apparently he owns a bar in New York City where they have a weekly Romeo and Michelle like tea or whatever. That's precious. and they do things like um they play the music from the from the sound from the soundtrack. I love, I love it. And they have a scarf folding ske- section. Right? Right? <laughs> what if where is this? Where is this? What's about scarves? In New York City. We should go. Okay. Wouldn't that be so fun? Well, you guys just went to New York. We did just go to New York. You didn't go to the place. I didn't know about it until today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Let's fold scars has got to be one of my favorite quotes out of this movie. Don't know why. Because it's it is. uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I would also like to do a call out since you just gave a shout out to um, Alan Cummings. 
I want to shout out um, Jeanine Garofalo. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love her. She is, if if Lisa Kudrow is the best at playing the lovable dits, Jeanine Garofalo is the best at playing. The, like, the, the loner. The loner. Like the, the outspoken loner. Out, yeah. And I got to say, like... I remember growing up and really not liking her because she was so brazen and so yeah. like harsh, but as an adult, you she get it was one of the, she was the first and one of the only actual laugh out loud moments for me yeah. when she was, when she's in the line at the Jaguar place and she's, she keeps talking to the lady behind her. I laughed out loud at that. I thought that was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, kudos. Yeah, that was the, that yeah. was the first, for one of the first scenes. Um, yeah, I'd rather put my, I'd rather put the cigarette out in my right eye. <laughs> the quotes that come from her are just like everything she says is quotable. Oh, I found it interesting. If we're going to take like a, I don't want to say philosophical standpoint, but if we're going to read into this movie a little bit, let's do it. It poo poo. While on the one hand, the theme is accepting, you know, enjoying life for what it is, not having expectations based on other people's opinions, et cetera, et cetera. It poo-poos the idea of motherhood while not poo-pooing the idea of a career woman. Yes. And I, I feel like that was, a li- that was very rare for even today, even today. Yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a career, like, of course, you know, the, the positives of career women is, is known, but going that extra mile of poo-pooing motherhood. And yeah. like, you know, this, you know, you're putting on this farce and you're not actually happy and you don't, you, you know, it was it was interesting. Yep. I actually noticed that um that whole scene where she tells off the girls who are you know we're we're pregnant half wit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um that whole scene I remember thinking I kind of was like on the fence. I was like straddling the fence of like both sides of that. Well, I think that that's true of everyone though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah like in movies and stuff, we're usually portrayed as either, you know, the, the career woman, but she's like at the top of her field and she's making a ton of money and all this. Yeah. Or you're the stay at home mom with five kids. There and is the truth no, of the like, matter is there's this, you know, balance yep. and a spectrum. You know what yep. I mean? Like, yeah. It's, and you know, it's, it, and it's okay to want both have both mm-hmm. to have neither. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, oh yeah. Women are people too. What? Yeah. No way. (laughs) I guess it wasn't so much that they're, they're put, you know, they're casting a negative light on motherhood. They're casting a negative light on the domestic goddess trope. Right. Correct. Yes. 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 That's a good way of saying it. All right. What other, what other notes do we have? Oh, I also want to do a shout out to a specific scene that I feel like has kind of gone down in history, which is the walking on the treadmill in high heels. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what that, that has stuck with me for decades. <laughs> I, yep. I can, I'm going to expand on that because when they did that whole, like they showed them going um, to the gym a couple of times. And I think it's funny how workouts have kind of stayed the same, but different. Yeah. Like they were doing like jazzercise or whatever it was. And yeah. it's like, well, now we do Zumba, which is basically the same mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And they were doing like kickboxing, which, 
or, or I yep. don't know if that's what they were calling it, but that's very much a thing now. And, and then they and, were doing yeah. um, an elliptical class. Uh, and Yes. Yep. Like yep. that was, that is very, very much in the whole, like up and down, like mm-hmm. it's, it's the same. It's yeah. the, the machines have gotten, gotten smart, smarter or whatever, but it's the same. Yep. Yeah. A workout's a workout's a workout. Yeah, I know you guys know how much I like that scene. <laughs> I'm like, I should go work out in your high heels, in your <laughs> platform high heels. Yeah. I have a strange note here that I'll share. Okay. Um, it I've like, like you bets, I watched this once all the way through a very long time ago. And it definitely wasn't when it first came out because yeah. I think I was way too young. Yeah. Um, so it was later, probably when it was on TV. Um, but I wrote down a couple of notes of like what I remembered about the movie before mm-hmm. I watched it like again. And I remember thinking to myself that they were too old to portray um, high school students and granted mm-hmm. those were like flashbacks, but I just thought it was so funny that I had that. I remember thinking that when I yeah. watched this and I was probably in high school when I watched this, but I remember watching Greece, but I yeah. remember watching Greece as a very, very young child. Yeah. And that was, you I never that questioned passed it. By, I never in a million years questioned that at all. <laughs> That's funny. And I, cause at, while I was watching, I was like Googling ages to make sure like I was like, OK, why did I have an issue with this? And they were I think they were in their, I think they were 30, 29 and they were supposed to be uh, like 27, maybe. So mm-hmm. they were they were all all of them were all the correct ages for who they were playing. It was just mm-hmm. the flashbacks. And I think that, you know, they did those. They, I thought it was great that they still use them right. compared to using teenagers. I was going to so. say, I'm like, I'm actually okay with it. Like, I'm aware that, you know, right. Oh, as a, as a, as an audience member, I'm aware of what's happening. And right. so Same. I was willing Same. to accept but it. I just remember having that thought with, oh God, they're old. Why are they being in high school or whatever? And I was like, yeah. girl, you don't even, you don't even know what old thinking? is. You don't We're even on the other old. side yeah. of that. We're age on the now. other side of that. Yes. <laughs> I think that was all my notes, guys. No, we and touched I, on everything. Yeah. I mean, the two takeaways, the two memorable things that I. That I really, really remembered was the back brace and the post-its back brace and post-its. Yeah, the back brace. Oh, my God. I actually completely forgot about the back brace. I'm going to be honest with you. The, the things, magnets, the oh things that stuck with me. Ha 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 ha. Pun. Uh, <laughs> Is that a magnet pun? It was a magnet pun. <laughs> easier the things that stuck with me from when i watched it as a kid because you're right i have not watched this in many 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 years is um lisa's comeback when she says overall not bad that moment of revenge i don't know why Mm -hmm. like when she when she's like like the the fashion editor when she's like oh yeah yeah their their clothes i remember that scene perfectly and time after time yeah. Time after time, I feel like is um, I've heard about this movie from that song. Like that song was on the radio and someone I was with in the car was like, oh, Romy and Michelle. And I'm like, what? Yeah. But like now, you know, a decade later, I'm like, oh, has everyone said their piece, said what they wanted to say? Mm-hmm. Yes. OK. All right. So we all know we've been watching Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. What else have we watched um past couple of weeks? So I know this isn't going to be released for a while. I know what you're going to say, and I watched it too. Go ahead. I went to see Dune. I went to, I saw Dune too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Did you go I, see Dune together? No. No. Um, so I had never seen the original. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I went in there completely blank slate. Um, all I knew was that there was sand and worms. That's literally which is also Tremors, which is also Beetlejuice. These are all very different movies. Yep. So, (laughs) so because it it was a very different movie than what I thought. Mm -hmm. And I would argue that it was a little bit slow because I had the expectation of it being uh, an action adventure. Like that's, I, I went in for that. So, but it wasn't that. Yeah. But I really liked it. Good. Would you, so- I am familiar with the story. I watched the original in the 80s. I watched the Maver TV miniseries, multiples in from sci-fi. Um, and I tried to read the book as a kid. I was too young to read it. And as an adult, I'm like, I have no interest in it's trying that. It's long. And I think there's like 20 books. It's Yeah, it's, bleh. but I knew the concept. I knew what I, what I was going in. I really appreciated that they made it accessible because I knew how complex the story is. Yeah. And the way I was describing it, because it's a two and a half hour movie, the way I was describing it was um, in my head to myself, I wasn't talking to anybody else about it, was <laughs> you you got through the first half and was rewarded with the second half. And because yep. almost on the dot, the first into the second, it, the pace completely changed. Why is that? Because you had to get all that exposition. Yep. It, you it had to very learn much politics and everything. Felt- like a setup movie though. Cause yeah. even though that there was, there was a middle and there was a difference between the first half and second half, it was still like, like, I was like, not that I was timing it, but I'm like, you're not getting to the, the climax right. yet. You're not and even at the beginning it, of the war. Right. <laughs> like, right. We're and not I'm even like, at the war yet. Right. Like, like the two <laughs> main characters haven't even met yet. Yeah. And we're two hours in yeah. like, like and, and and then I remembered at the very beginning, it said part one. Yeah, and I I again I know this is a series. I know the complexity of the story. I am not surprised at all that it's not a stand. And of course, Hollywood, you're not going to do standalone movies anymore. I'm sorry, yeah, at, of this size, this blockbuster level, yeah. it's not going to be a standalone. That's true. But apparent, but I guess people are surprised that it's not a standalone. And I'm like. I, I was, I was a little bit. And because, because I saw it said part two, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, we're going to time jump a little. So we're going to set this whole thing up and then we're going to time jump into the war. So I was waiting for that, like that, like black screen. And then mm-hmm. for it to say like part two mm-hmm. and it didn't. And I gotcha. was like, okay. Okay. The whole and thing was, is part one. <laughs> and, but I enjoyed it enough where I am looking forward to a part two. Good. And as much as I, I don't want to say I don't like Timothy Chalamet as much as I hate him because he's the hipster. It like I'm a hipster and it's the it thing, right? He's the it thing right now. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I don't like him. Mm -hmm. He did a great. He nailed it. He He nailed it. And it's because I I watched it with my dad. And within the first 10, 15 minutes, my dad was like, production quality is great. I don't like this guy. I don't like Timothy Chalamet. And I was like, honestly, you're not supposed to like Paul. Right. He's an unlikable character, even though he's our protagonist. He's kind he's of not- a, a, and and honestly, Timothy is like this version of Paul is a, is a relatively likable character in comparison to what he like in the oh, books. Okay, okay. He's yeah. so <laughs> I honestly, he's doing his job. I think yeah, he did a yeah. really good job, and I he has a gray head of hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I also think that um, Oscar Isaac. 
Oscar Isaacs. The father son relationship in this great job was amazing. Mm -hmm. And and the mother son relationship was Mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yep. And Duncan stole the show. So (laughs) as he always does and everything he does. Uh, yeah, no, I think it was just, I think it was solid. It wasn't the best thing ever. And I think it's weirdly timed. Like it's a, it's a cis white male savior story, um, which I am not against, but it's just an interesting choice to go all in on type thing. I don't know, but it is because I feel like it was kind of a cult classic Mm. and to go all in on something so niche. Yeah. Mm. But I think they knew that if they did it, they had to have an all-star cast, which they did. Yes. And they had to have high budget and yes. and, and good CGI. I'm a I'm a big CGI critic because I like uh, practical effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it they did it, a, it worked. They, they did, did a, a great really job. good job. Yep. 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 Serena, what what have you been watching? You season three of you on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's all the rage. Everyone's watching it. Yeah. I'm not going to give any spoilers, but holy moly, That's what a sh- season! I, it started heard. out slow. It started out slow, and then boy, did it pick up. I've heard a lot of things about it, and I've heard a lot of like good things about it, but it is just not my cup of tea. You know what? I didn't think it would be my cup of tea, and then I watched episode one, season one, like back when it came out, and I didn't sleep for days. I just <laughs> binged it, binged it. Same thing happened with season two. I was like done and like a few days. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I really liked it. So that I just wrapped that up this weekend, season three. Um, uh, I highly recommend it. All right. Are we ready? Are we ready to find out what we're going to, we're going to watch next time? Yes, please. It's it's such a anticlimactic. I just click a button, but that's why I made the noise. (laughs) Oh, Oh no. Oh no. This might be a reroll. Wayne's world. Any, any, any guesses? Based um, on my reaction. Uh, uh, wedding singer. Twilight. <laughs> oh, all right. I can mess with that. Yeah. I have not wait, watched wait. this yeah. in many, many wait, years. Wait. I'm, I'm confused. How is that even on our list? What year did it come out? Twilight is 2008. Uh, okay. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. So it's a that young was... millennial movie. Yeah. But that's but I'm qualified. That's Two true. Th- that's, you know what? I like this. I like yeah. this because I feel like Romy and Michelle was a uh, old millennial, an old millennial. And here is a new one. Cause this is act this movie and book. We were a little too old for it. And yet uh, I knew many older women reading and oh, watching yeah. it too. Oh yeah. Well, um, okay. We'll get into it then, but it's yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> If you like what you hear, you can find more great episodes over on our website, www.millennialsofthemoviehouse.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Curious about updates, extras from our episodes, or want to add your two cents about a reviewed movie? We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. Check us out and make sure to follow us. So until next time, we're millennials and we'll see you at the movie house.